10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, liftoff, we have a liftoff. Hello Internet, welcome into the 10 Things Podcast. We are back, baby. Woo! Better than ever, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. For the time being. I don't know. Uh, my name is Craig. Sitting next to me with the virus. I don't know if you heard him. He just coughs. It's allergies. We're all doomed. Aaron Brooks. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. Yes. Um, have you self-quarantined yourself yet? Uh, no. Not yet. Not yet. I haven't bought enough toilet paper. <laughs> Dude, what? The whole toilet paper thing still cracks me up. I keep reading the symptoms and the effects of having the coronavirus. I've yet to see in there anything. It's a respiratory thing. It is a respiratory, yeah. So I don't know how it's affecting the other end. I, I don't know. I have zero idea how that works, but all I know is I don't have it, at least right not right now. And I've resigned myself to the fact that at some point I'm probably going to get it. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I just figure it's going to happen. But I mean, I, I just can't go living my life in fear. I don't think. No, you you can't. And maybe maybe you're maybe you do have have it right now. I mean, not you, Aaron, yeah, but somebody, somebody listening to this, and you're self quarantined. We are happy to be back and providing you with all the you needed something to do podcasty goodness yeah. that you need in your life. And we are back. We were off for a while. Um, part of it was just uh, that time of year. You know, this is not our full-time gig. No. As some of you may be surprised to learn. If you want it to be our full-time gig, pay us money and we will do this. We are accepting uh, sponsorships. <laughs> we would love to take your money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just true, isn't it? Um, so we are, uh, we've considered this season two. Um and so we are excited to come back, bring you a bunch of new content. And as you can tell by the episode title today, Aaron, we are talking about commercial catchphrases. And this is one that you you came up with, and I love it. I'm I'm just loving it. I see what you did. You there. <laughs> yeah, I see. So, so why this one? What 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 made you think of this amazing topic? Um, I don't know. I I was watching. TV one day and it, it was a YouTube video. That's what it was. And an old commercial popped up in it. That was, um, the Pepto Bismol, uh, Pepto Bismol commercial. Yeah. And now I can't even remember what, what their uh, catchphrase was, but it had a whole group of people, you know, like upset stomach, diarrhea, all these different things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah. that's it's really <laughs> old. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that they still. I don't even remember the last time I saw a Pepto Bismol commercial. But I saw that and I thought, you know what? I haven't forgotten that. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember being like five years old and kids on the playground singing that song. Yeah, that's true. So I was like, huh. Oh, there's some really good catchphrase or slogans out there. Some jingles, different, whatever you want to call them that uh, some companies have done very well with over the years. And I think we ought to celebrate those today. I agree. Um, so commercials have 
a lot of these, at least the ones I've seen, all stemmed from TV. You don't really see many from some of them, I guess, may may have come from Radio Land back in the day. And there's a lot of them that are food related. Yes. It seems like the food and insurance companies hold the market on catchphrases. We talked about one of those insurance ones the other night. We did, yeah. I don't know if that's in your list or not, but uh, it's very interesting how some of those insurance they they may be some of the best out there. They are definitely some of the most catchy, for sure. Well, without further ado, Aaron, which, which first off, before we dive into this, I mean, it's been a while since we've done this. How, uh-huh. How's life going? I mean, how are you doing? You okay? You doing you well? Doing good? Uh, I'm on day two without sports right now. It is the worst, and uh, I don't know how we're gonna make it. This is this 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 is worse than actually getting the virus. <laughs> I don't I mean I don't know if that's true or not, but I can only imagine that this is uh some sort of purgatory. Yeah. I mean it is it is bad. And it's not I mean we're both huge sports fans. I mean that's probably I would say probably 70 uh, conservatively 70% of our entertainment. Oh yeah. Um and so it's definitely, it's difficult. But even beyond that, you're talking like concerts are are getting, <laughs> concerts are getting, there's some noise. Uh, concerts are getting canceled. You're talking um, at some point. Festivals. Are, yeah. At some point, are we going to see places like movie theaters? Well, you're already seeing movie theaters or movie premieres getting delayed. Right. Um Ironically enough, No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently there is time to die uh, because they're delayed it to the fall. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're already seeing all these these different things start to. The Arkansas movie hasn't been delayed, though, has it? Not that I know of. I didn't even know it was a thing till last night and I saw a trailer. Well, for I it. didn't either. Uh, and now I've heard everybody talking about it. Yeah. So Apparently I'm... nobody knew about this until sports was removed from our lives <laughs> and now everybody knows about this it is interesting i'm wondering how um like what is going to happen like what new mediums what new trends what new things are going to happen now that all these other things are are having to be on hiatus for a little while um i know you saw a funny tweet a minute ago but i mean it's true like the baby boomer generation came because of the depression right you know, there was nothing to do right and so uh you wonder what's gonna what are the long-term effects from this thing with all these events being uh, being postponed and canceled and people just staying at home more what that's going to do to people it was it was interesting last night i tried this new thing uh, i talked to my wife <laughs> We had conversation. Uh, it, it was fun. It was, <laughs> hey, you know, did, we, we did a podcast last season on, was it board games? We did, yeah. Hey, this is time to break out the board games, this the card time, games, yeah. you know. Uh, board, get, board. get outside, play some yard games. So you can't go outside. Uh, you can't go outside. Okay. Uh, but yeah, board games going to make a comeback for sure. Um, okay, so we are talking today <laughs> about catchphrases. Um, commercial catchphrases. You're going to have an opportunity to watch a lot more commercials because you're going to be inside watching a lot more TV and YouTube videos and things like that. Uh, so I'm going to adjust my volume here because I think I tweaked it too much. 
Um, so you have an opportunity now to to view all these things. So without further ado, Aaron, this was this was your idea, so I'm gonna let you have the choice of whether or not you want to go first or last. I'll go last today. You go last yeah. today. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start then with one I've already teased a little bit. Um, we we always anytime there's a topic around commercials or food, it seems like there this company always gets brought up. And it is ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. McDonald's. Okay. The worldwide, probably one of the biggest corporations, companies, definitely one of the biggest food providers in the world, McDonald's. Uh, it's amazing. This is a newer campaign compared to some of these. I was wondering how long that one's been around. 2003. Um, it was launched in 2003. Still stands just as strong today. It is still their motto. Um, it is a. It was a tagline for a commercial, and it just went even further. Um, it McDonald's is not healthy. We can agree on that, right? Yes. Um, but they have never, at least at their heart, have never said we're healthy. It's that you love the taste, you love the convenience. There is something, if you like McDonald's at all, there is something a little bit appealing about it, and it's not an all the time appealing. It's just you occasionally just can't help but crave those fries or that burger or those nuggets. I have a confession. Confess. This past Sunday, uh, we were in a rush trying to get things done, and we had to grab something fast to eat before we went into Walmart. And as you know, there is a McDonald's in our Walmart parking lot. Yes, very close, yes. And uh, my wife said... Let's eat McDonald's for lunch today. Wow, Erica said that? She said that. And um, I said, you know, let's do it, but let's not tell anybody <laughs> that we ate here. So I'm just telling you and everybody else listening that we did. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. No. Those, those fries were good. Yeah. I guess they were fresh. They were. Um. Fresh McDonald's fries rival any other fast food item, period. And, and we've co- talked about this. We have. And cold McDonald's fries are one of the worst things on the planet. <laughs> they uh, change it's, really it's, fast. Yeah. So I don't know what that tells you about what they are, but Which, you just got to eat them in that five-minute span. What'd you get? Uh, I got a McChicken sandwich. Okay. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Neither had I. Neither had I. And... I feel like it is one of the underrated chicken sandwiches out there. Now, it's not your, you know, honest chicken breast sandwich. I mean, it's been taken apart and put back together. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. And it's, it's, well, the price of it's gone up. I was going to say it was a buck, but it's, I think it's $1.49 now. Um, but I hadn't had one in a long time. I remember eating those years ago when I was a kid. So I had one and it was it was delightful. It took me back. Whenever I go, I'm I'm getting a burger. I mean, it's usually going to be a double quarter pounder with cheese. Oh man, like, I almost got one of those. That that was back in my younger days, back when McDonald's was actually cheap. You know, that's what I would I would go crush one of those. Um, their nuggets are really good too. I never and I would I would bet most people who are going to McDonald's. Those are the things they're getting. They're getting a Big Mac. They're getting a quarter pounder. 
They're getting a McChicken, maybe a filet of fish and the fries. They're not trying like this Angus no guacamole and salsa no. burger and I mean, yeah, it's cool that you have that, but honestly, just they could strip all those things away, go back to the menu they had in the early 90s and they yes. would they would crush the game. Yes, they would. It would save some money in the process. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know why they need it all. Spend that money on more uh, McFlurry machines that, that they can alternate. Work. Yeah. <laughs> that way there's always something going. The uh, I was between a McChicken, the, the Quarter Pounder, and a Big Mac. Because I haven't had a Big Mac in years either. Uh, and I was very tempted to get one. They're good. They hold up, man. They really do. I... I as I get older and you know you you experience other f- food items, I do wish it had more beef, you know. Like is there such thing as a double Big Mac, you know, where you can add extra meat to it because oh, it's a lot of bread. It is. It's a lot of bread and lettuce and sauce. But um now I was told something yesterday and I I am googling this as we speak to find out if this is true or not. But I want to see if you've heard this. I was told yesterday that McDonald's uses a different ketchup on their burgers than they do for their French fries. I've never heard that. I'm trying to think about that. I am. I'm not a big ketchup person. You don't. You don't dunk the fries in them. Not. Not. Not really. Just a plain. I mean, it's either that, or I'm, if I'm getting like nuggets or something, I'll dip it in like the hot honey mustard. But usually, I just like their fries on their own. Um, so I don't know. That's, I mean, there's nothing popping up here when I, when I type this in, uh, maybe if I had time to do a deep dive of the internet, I could find something, but I mean, there's not like just a, an well, article I mean, showing up. What saying, they're using for most people, the ketchup is going to be in the packages, the packets, which is the, is it the Heinz? Yeah. Which probably in the restaurant, it's in a, in a bigger, more industrial bottle. So yeah, it could very well be different. I, I don't. It may still be Heinz, but I'm sure it's, and it may be room temperature too, considering how much they go through. In my mind, I can't taste a difference between what's on one no, of their burgers. I can't taste a difference um, in ketchups, period. But now the next time I, I'm there, I may have to really kind of focus in and see if I can tell a difference. In We should do a uh, ketchup, ketchup taste, te- yes. taste test sometime. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about doing some different kinds of taste tests. And we did one a few months ago. Um Frozen pizza. Frozen pizzas. Yep. And so uh, we'll have to... We're going to do one on root beer soon. We are. We need to do that very soon. I'm talking with maybe when we're all quarantined, we can exactly be quarantined together. There we go. Do a root beer challenge. Um, last little nugget about McDonald's. Hey, you can see what I did there. Um, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Um, the original I'm Loving It jingle was sung by Justin Timberlake. Really? Yeah. I remember that that happening, too. I remember him. It was kind of a big hullabaloo um, about that happening before social media. So you heard it on the news and stuff that he was doing that. Do you remember any of their slogans before that? I don't. No, I really don't. I mean... Neither do I. I would say if, if I had to guess before that, they leaned probably really heavy into Ronald McDonald and... um. The the burglar, the hamburglar, and what's what was the purple thing? Oh, grimace. Right, it was it was grimace. Is that what it was? I think that was grimace. 
was the like purple gumdrop <laughs> character. I do remember those as a kid. The little cartoon that was associated with it. Um, creepy as heck. I mean, especially the if it is Grimace. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, here's one that I remember. This one was pretty famous back from the mid-70s. Two all-beef patty special sauce, lettuce, oh, yeah. cheese, pickles, onions on the sesame, sesame seed, seed bun. bun. Yeah. 1974. Yeah. Um, and they said, I think I think the only reason special sauce became a thing is because they couldn't fit Thousand Island sauce <laughs> in the song. I think that's it. In the 1980s, they had Mac Tonight. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that. That one didn't. Uh, how about the 90s? Did somebody say McDonald's? You know, I do remember that. Really? It was never as popular, but I do remember... I remember that vaguely being a catchphrase. Um, we love to see you smile. Okay, I remember that. Did that one have the song Put a Smile On with it? Put a smile on, put a smile on. That I don't remember. If if it was... But I do... That's when they changed like the Happy Meal and they, they really leaned into the smile. Speaking of Happy Meals, while I was there Sunday, I saw a little kid get a Happy Meal... And he looked so excited to open up that box. <laughs> really? I forgot about how exciting Happy Meals were back yeah. in the day. Okay. Man, we got to move on or I'm going to get hungry. Um, Aaron, give us number two. All right. Uh, number two. I want to talk about uh, the Empire State Development Services. <laughs> what? You're familiar with them, right? No. Okay. How about the uh, the iHeart New York? Oh, okay. They're the ones who came up with that. They came up with that. Uh, back in 1977, uh, I love New York has been the catchphrase used to promote New York state tourism, uh, their vacation regions. Uh, if everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? This, the iconic design yeah. of, of the red heart symbol. Well, that people have copied for everything. And yeah. every city has copied yes. it too. Everything with any kind of, where you can condense it down to two letters, has copied that, that yes. same iconic look. So I think this is one of, without knowing it, I mean, this is one I never really think of, but once you see that and you begin to think of how many people have copied that, that's been a very impactful, very, I love New York. I heart New York. I've got a, I've got a bow tie that I wear occasionally. <laughs> that's got it on there. Um, it even has a song. I didn't know that. But uh, it's a song called I Love New York, and it's the state song of New York. And, of course, anytime you go to, especially in New York City, I've never had the the opportunity to go to upstate New York, which is one place that I want to go spend some time at some point in my life. But in New York City, I mean, every little trinket and trash store around town, you know, they're selling that stuff. They're pushing it. Vendors on the side of the street selling I Heart New York hats and shirts and and you're obligated to buy one if you go there. If it's your first trip to New York, you you have to go and you have to get one. Um, but I think this is one of the best catchphrases, not not in the sense of a jingle or something that we all think of on a daily basis, but we've all seen that, and it has influenced its reach, has been so impactful that it's lasted, again, since 1977. Uh the deputy commissioner of the New York State Department of Commerce hired an advertising campaign uh, to create a marketing campaign 
for the state. And they only, when they came up with this, they only expected that this would last a couple of months. And so the guy who did the work uh, did it pro bono. Wow, really? Yes. My goodness. I bet they regret that. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's become such a pop culture image, um, especially after the 9-11 attacks. You really yeah. began to see this a lot of places. Um, but as like I said, it's also got a song that was written in 1977 that was part of the advertising campaign, and they picked it up as the, uh, as the state song. And now you can find, you know, you can find that iconic iHeart logo in so many different places. Um, New York has tried to repeatedly uphold their trademark on it. They've had thousands and thousands and thousands of, uh, of people copy that. Oh, yeah. And it, it looks like that they have not been able to uphold it in a lot of cases. Yeah, I know. I know Hong Kong specifically is everywhere in Hong Kong. Is it really? Yeah. I heart HK. I mean, everywhere you go. Um, global appeal. And they did it for free. <laughs> yeah, I bet they regret that 100%. For sure. Um, man, I never thought about like cities in this list. That's a good one. Yeah, I hadn't either until I happened to see that. And I was like, whoa, yeah, that's... That's pretty influential. Okay, number three on our list. Um, you know you're not going to get very far with a list that I'm involved in without mentioning coffee. And oh, okay. What if I said the best part of waking, of waking up, up is Folgers in your cup? That's right. Okay. Folgers, coffee. Um, that line, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, has been in every single Folgers commercial since the 1960s. Are you serious? Every wow. commercial. Um, now, throughout the, the years, the jingle's been rearranged and performed, uh, different styles and things like that. I know right now, it, the current uh, thing has like a little, like almost like a carpool karaoke vibe to it. I know one of the most recent commercials is a person driving and that people pop in the car and kind of a choir vibe to it. Um, it's been sung by famous musicians as well, including Randy Travis and Aretha Franklin have been part of the commercials. Um, you know, say what you want to about Folgers coffee. It is, you know, they are known for being instant and, um, you know, maybe more of a every man's kind of, you drink this coffee just because you have to have coffee to drink kind of thing. But probably as far as coffee goes and maybe except for one other drink, um, one of probably the, the, the most popular, I mean, obviously, every commercial since the 60s, I mean, that's a long streak. Oh, yeah. Where the tagline remains the same. Um, so, yeah, Folgers, best part of waking up is Folgers. Now, you are not a coffee fan. No. I know that. So, every time we bring up coffee, you, you suspiciously get a little quiet because you really don't have a lot to, to put in the conversation I, I, there. Yeah, I don't have much of an input. Um, but, I mean, talk about the phrasing for that for just a minute. I mean... They are basically, you know, telling you the, that the reason for waking up is to drink their oh, coffee. Yes. Um, and they've done a great job with their commercials throughout the years where, you know, 
there was that the the theme for a lot of commercials, and I think they still run it during Christmas, is people waking up to the smell of Folgers. Yes. Like from a deep sleep or whatever. Nothing oh, yeah. else will do it but Folgers will. You get that aroma in the air. And yeah. It's the thing that brings everybody together around that table, yeah. uh, you know, in the living room, whatever. And it always ends with the best buy. Yeah. So uh, super iconic, super classic. Are there any other coffee companies that you can quickly think of the uh, slogan for? There's I, only one that I can think there's of. There's only one that I can think of, too. Um, is it on your list? No. It's not on my list. We can just say yeah. it. The only one I'm thinking of... Well, go, you go ahead and say it. Okay. The one that I could think of was Maxwell House. Good to the last drop. Oh, I didn't think of that one. I forgot about that one. Mine is a coffee restaurant. Is it Starbucks? No. Okay. I don't know that Starbucks has a... See, I saw them listed on something earlier, and I thought, I've never heard of this I've never heard of slogan their, before. their slogan. Mine was Duncan. America runs uh, on America Duncan. America runs on Duncan. Yeah. Okay. But I forgot about Maxwell House. That's a good one, too. It's not quite as iconic, but... No. I was looking at some of these others, like U-Band. That's one I've seen before. Richness worth a second cup. Never heard of that. Um, some of these are just, like, Master's Blend. It only tastes expensive. Um... <laughs> uh, Costa Coffee, what's that smell? Oh no! Uh, you no, know, so you can't. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. they quickly <laughs> drop off after. You know, it's like Folgers is up here at the top. Maxwell what's House is pretty smell? good. Good to the last drop, but then what's that smell? What's that I, smell? I don't oh. know that somebody didn't really think that one through. <laughs> that surely that was pro bono, oh, that, right? You would think. <laughs> I'm thinking that's like a Saturday Night Live sketch, uh, one of those fake commercials. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing right now. Uh, that's so fun. What's that smell? Oh, what's that goodness. smell? Oh, Ooh, man. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you give us number three, Aaron? All right. Uh, he likes it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> he likes it. Yeah. And they're bringing it back. They are. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I wasn't alive back in 1972 when Life Cereal began using this catchphrase, this slogan, but it's one that I think has lasted, even though I don't even really remember seeing very many Life commercials over the last few years. No, there weren't. I mean, I don't remember seeing any with the exception of the last six to eight months they've come back. So I think that this has been a phrase that people kind of know. The commercial started off by saying, you know, these kids sitting there, I'm not going to try it. You try it. He said, let's get Mikey. He hates everything. And so in the end, he takes a bite and he's like, he likes it. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. (laughs) Life cereal. Um, the Mikey character reemerged in the mid '80s as a young adult, played by the same actor, John Gilchrist. Really? Yes. In a tribute to the original commercial. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't so, know that. uh, I think you could you could probably do an entire episode on just serial slogans. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, Snap, Crackle, Pop. Yeah, Frosted Flakes. They're great. Tricks for kids. Um. Catch me lucky charms. Uh-huh. They're magically delicious. Yeah. Buzz. I don't know. That's... There's 
there's a lot of great serial, and I think they do that because they know that that'll get stuck in the kids' heads. It will, yeah. They watch it in cartoons, the Cartoon Network, whatever. I think some of the serial people really put in a lot of effort mm-hmm. trying to get some great marketing campaigns. Yes, yeah, 100%. So I'm going to give it to Life Serial, but just the serial industry as a whole, tip of the cap to some of your marketing stuff. Absolutely. Well, you know what goes with cereal? Oh, this was on my list too. This was a great segue. California Milk Processor Board got milk. Yes, sir. You talk about, I mean, if you thought the Empire State whatever board, this is along those same lines. A completely unheard of yeah. organization decides to do this this um, <laughs> this magazine. I think it started out as a magazine article or a magazine ad. And became one of the longest running uh, campaigns ever for these people. So um, it was launched by the California Milk Processors Board. Um, It was originally, this is what a lot of people forget about this, that it was initially launched to combat the rapid increase in fast food and soft uh, soft drink beverages. Really? So the CMPB wanted people to revert back to milk as their drink of choice in, uh, in order to sustain a healthier lifestyle. Um, the campaign was bring, meant to bring some life to a boring product. And so the simple words got milk were script. If you don't, if you don't remember this, they don't use it very much anymore. I think just because it's, it became a thing of its own. So I don't, you still see it. It still pops up in commercials. It's just not quite as pop culture, uh, referenced as it used to be. When do you think it hit its peak? Oh man, probably the late aughts. I mean, mid to late, probably oh six seven somewhere in there. Um, so the words "got milk" in a scribbly kind of font were above celebrities, animals, children, all with milk mustaches. And I think what made it so impressive, so fun, was that you had these major celebrities that would put this milk mustache on, and it became something. It was almost like the Wheaties box. Like it was right. a point of pride to say I had the got milk mustache, um, and that campaign ran from two thousand and three until two thousand fourteen. Um, it didn't. It wasn't determined to make a, uh, its brand known, so you weren't. You never really understood who it was that was doing it. They just wanted to get the message out there and not try to promote the company, which is different than a lot of these slogans. Um, where most of these are going to be companies that are trying to promote themselves. This is just a board that said, we want to promote healthier lifestyle. So they weren't ever trying to say, let's get the California milk processing board, make them famous. Let's just get milk out in the public. I mean, I remember seeing that on billboards everywhere. Oh yeah. And you know, back in earlier generations, as you mentioned in the beginning of this, they were trying to kind of bring back milk since uh, soft drinks were kind of taken over. But if you go back and watch, you know, you think of shows like Leave It to Beaver, stuff like that, when people would sit down and eat dinner, they always had a glass of milk with yeah. dinner. You know, that was kind of the go-to drink. It was water and milk. Yeah, and I remember as a kid, I mean, when I would sit down and eat, right, be a glass of milk or something. I don't, we didn't, you know, and I, I don't know if that's, I don't have kids yet, so I don't know. How, how that works with the modern family. But, you know, it's probably water or a juice of some kind. Maybe a Sprite 
because it has no caffeine. Um, but yeah, I remember as a kid, you know, you'd eat lasagna or something and your glass of milk or pizza and a glass of milk. Now I still love a glass of milk with pizza. Do you really? I do. It's, it's probably my favorite thing to drink with pizza. Really? Yeah. Or chili. Either one. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't ever drink. I hardly ever drink milk anymore unless it is like a, something like cookies or cake or something sweet like that. I don't, I don't ever find myself or maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if i ever eat one of those i guess i'm guilty of it you know (laughs) i'm part of the problem maybe i don't know but um like with a pizza i want like a soda you know with a burger i want a soda i feel like i remember having read this some point years ago but one of those places you know that talks about the best thing that you can drink some pizza website was promoting the idea of drinking milk with your pizza. They said this is the best thing to help enhance really? the flavor of the pizza is to drink milk with it. And I think m- the reason I drank it a few started drinking it a few years ago was because it seemed like it helped kind of offset the acidity of the tomatoes and stuff. I think oh, heartburn yeah. is bad when I when That's I had true. milk with chili or pizza. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So got milk number five on our list. I want to go back into the uh, the fast food hamburger world. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk about McDonald's competitor. Uh-oh. Where you can have it your way. Yeah. Burger King. Burger King. The king. To be second place to McDonald's in so many areas, I think their first place in their marketing campaign. You think? I think so. Uh, have it your way. Which I think they don't use any longer. I think they dropped it a few years ago. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't remember seeing it. Does, but, that, mean, does that mean we can't have it our way anymore? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, if they're not using that, can we still have it our way? They began using that slogan or a version of that slogan in the late '60s. They had contacted a a, a company to come up with their marketing campaign, and so this was. After Pillsbury, and I didn't realize this, but Pillsbury had bought Burger King. And so they launched this TV commercial where the employees were singing, hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, special orders don't upset us. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. And so this advertising strategy was to combat uh, or to contrast eating at Burger King compared to going to McDonald's where you couldn't change. You had to take things the way that they served it. And so that was the beginning of the Have It Your Way campaign, which they've used for decades, uh, back until like 2011, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there, they kind of dropped it. Well, and it's kind of like the Got Milk. Even after they've quote-unquote dropped it, it continues on. I mean, When you think of a Burger King slogan. Yeah, you think of that. I don't even know what their current campaign slogan is. No, I don't either. Other than the weird Burger King guy. (laughs) Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Let's bring Have It Your Way back and get rid of the Burger King. Honestly, that would be a really smart move on their marketing team. I think so. Um, And, you know, everything's kind of going retro right now. It is. So let's 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 well, throw it back. Even Burger King's like their uniforms, their cups and stuff have gone back to like those th- four color set, you know, the orange and the red and the yeah, the brown, just yes. kind of the the retro styling. I think they could easily go back and and do the have it your way um, slogan. I think it would and 
especially in a world where people are wanting fresh and they want, you know, I mean, they've come out with the veggie burgers and the impossible burgers and stuff like right. that. You could have, have it your way as whatever way, you know, you like your food, we have that available for you. So kind of piggybacking off of our McDonald's discussion earlier, since we weren't really familiar with any of their previous slogans, I think that the have it your way really makes them stand out. That's true, because that's been consistent. Um, that's probably the only thing they beat McDonald's at. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, there was a there was a time there they didn't quite beat them but they came dang close with their fries. At one point they changed something not too long or a couple of years ago that went in the wrong direction. Their fries are terrible now. At one point their fries were really good. For a brief like two year stretch their fries were solid and they changed something about them. I enjoy a Whopper. I do too. If I had to choose, if you just put out the the signature menu item at McDonald's, did you say it's the Big Mac? They're yeah. iconic. Okay. And then at Burger King, it's the Whopper. Yeah. If I have to choose between the two, I'm going to take a Whopper every time. I love I love driving by Burger King. The, the smell. smell of that yeah. flame broiled just is so intoxicating. And I think if I could, I would go get a, a Whopper from Burger King and then go get some fries from McDonald's and... Have a and great, as we've noted afternoon. before on the show, I have done this. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> I, I have done it. Uh, and if you can ever find one where they're side by side, it's a, it's a pretty easy thing to do, especially with mobile ordering now. Yeah, you know, just absolutely. Bam, get on the app. And since we have mobile ordering so easily accessible now, I think McDonald's has really began to embrace the kind of the have it your way mentality. And I'll say Burger King's probably at the heart of forcing other places to go to that model. Yeah. Allowing oh, you to customize. 100% right. Because like you said before, there was a time where nobody did any of that. Right. And Burger King really set the... Now you can customize whatever you want to anywhere. Exactly. Almost anywhere, I guess, at least. Yeah. I mean, you can go on any app now and just say, I don't want a bun. And they'll do that for you. I don't want... you know, Give me an extra piece of beef. I mean, right. let me have as many pieces of beef on that burger as I want to now. Exactly. And you couldn't do that before. So I think that... Uh... Burger King ought to get a lot of that credit uh, for that, even if they're not the, even if they're not king uh, of the fast food burger industry. They uh, they've helped to shape a lot of where we've gone with it. I think. Yeah, hundred percent so agree. Have it your way. Okay, number seven. You may not fully recognize or remember. I know I didn't until I saw it, but when I read it, I was like, "Oh, of course it deserves to be on this list." Okay. Um, it is. It's an ad campaign from 1997. It started in 1997. It turned into its a life of its of its own. It's become a social phenomenon since then. Um, this was the catchphrase that you heard at the end of the commercial. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's Mastercard. Oh. And now the catchphrase itself. It's a great catchphrase. It sums up exactly what you're trying to to, to describe. That you can't buy happiness. You can't buy this stuff. But everything else you can use with Mastercard. But the what they did in their commercial took on a tire life of its own with the priceless the priceless campaign. yes and so it would show uh you know the the first one was a dad taking his son to a baseball game swipes his card for a hot dog 4.99 gets a jersey 28.99 and then spending time with your son priceless and that ad campaign was an award winning ad camp- campaign 
It ran in 98 countries and 46 languages wow. for MasterCard. Um, it was, uh, like I said, in 1997 was is when it first launched. Um, today, Priceless is widely considered as MasterCard's tagline, not just a catchphrase anymore, yes. but their tagline, which came out of a longer mission-focused slogan that uh, it started out as. So this whole pro- – and now, you know – in the meme culture we live in now, you still see this thing pop all up from the time. time to time. Yep. Where, you know, it'll be used in joke form yep. more often than not, you know, uh, kind of digging at something. Right now, there's probably something out there about the coronavirus, you know, time at home, priceless <laughs> kind of thing. But, um, yeah, that, that has become an ad campaign and a slogan, a catchphrase that really took off and for the better part of two decades or more has been used beyond MasterCards. I think their expectations of anything they had in mind. Yes. Um, and took on a life of its own. Um, now, whether that equaled out to sales, <laughs> whether more people got a MasterCard or not, I don't know that we'll ever know that. But um, obviously, MasterCard's not hurting, so I think they're fine. I'm trying to think in the credit card industry... If there's anybody else I can think of, MasterCard would be the one that I could go to and say, okay, I know that about you. Yeah. I don't know. At one time, I mean, American Express really pushed something. They had Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Is that what it was? I mean, they had Jerry Seinfeld okay. for a long time that was their spoke guy. And, and they, it was funny. Just a, this is a rabbit hole, but Jerry Seinfeld, uh, this is what I've heard at least that, um, when Jerry Seinfeld was getting ready to to do the MasterCard stuff, um, there was something about a MasterCard black card, or a, uh, sorry, American Express black card. Okay, right. And um, he made some comment and something like that and said, you know, is that a thing? And they said no. And he was the first person to ever get an Ma- uh, American Express black card ah. because he wanted it <laughs> and he was the face of it. So he got it. Um I butchered that story, I'm sure, but premises he was the first one. There's a there's another one that just hit my head. I can't think of the company, but I know it. Uh, what's in your wallet? Capital One. Capital One. Okay, yeah. there it is. What's in your wallet? Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, uh, Jennifer Gardner. Yes. Yeah. That is a, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a top ten worthy one, but it's really good. Does Visa have one? I don't. I don't know. One of them talks about like. Uh, I don't remember. One of them has something to do with like accepted anywhere. I don't know if it's Discover or Visa. I bet that's Discover. I think it may be Discover. So very interesting. Yeah. Priceless number seven. Oh, here here's one. This Starbucks. Their their payment card. It has a slogan called "Great Coffee Now Has Its Own Currency." Mm, so they have a they're. They have a card that has a slogan, a catchphrase that Starbucks itself doesn't. I guess. That's interesting. All right, Aaron. Hit us up with number eight, bro. Number eight. Um, let's just go ahead and do it, all right? Okay, let's do it. Nike. Just do it. Just do it. Get on with it. Just do it. <laughs> Maybe this is one of the most simple 
they they've got one of the simplest designs and slogans that's out there. Yeah, just, just the the swoosh, the check mark. Oh yeah, and just do it. Very few brands can do what they do. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the origin story of the Just Do It campaign. Have you ever heard this before? I feel We're, like I have heard it at some point. It's got a little bit of a morbid background to yeah. it. G- give us give us the 411. So the Just Do It campaign was inspired by the last words of a murderer who was about to be executed. <clears throat> Just do it. Uh his his phrase was um let's let's do it. Okay. He was this and the, he in 1976 this guy had robbed a gas station and murdered the clerk. The next day he robbed a motel in Utah, killed the manager. He ended up quickly being apprehended. And uh he was sentenced to death. And the inspiration for this slogan came from his last words, "Let's do it." He chose to be executed by firing squad. And he was urging them to execute him as soon as possible since he accepted the verdict and he wanted to die. And so, January 17th, 1977, just before the firing squad fired their shots, he gave his last official words. Let's do it. Wow. And so... This this phrase came up in a meeting, and uh, it turned into a universal message of encouragement and inspiration. <laughs> Which the ad agency that, that did this was Kennedy and Wyden. Yes. Wyden's the one who promoted, said, you know, hey, I thought about this phrase that, he, <laughs> that he'd said. Um. I wasn't really sure how long that had been around. Just as long as I could think of, it's been just do it. Mm-hmm. But it's not, I mean, I guess, um, what was it? The late 80s, early 90s? When they uh, began using this phrase? Yeah. Uh, I, I felt like it was right around the time when Michael Jordan started to really the, pick up steam. It probably coincided, I would guess then, with his famous Air Jordan shoes. Yeah. Does Nike still make those, um, or is it his own brand now? I I think like, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not a sneakerhead, uh, but I think like, Air Jordan is a subsidiary or something like that of Nike. Because I know you see some of these schools and stuff that now wear the Jordan brand yeah. of stuff. I think I think Nike owns Jordan. Okay, the brand, but it falls. It's under, a subsidiary yeah. of them. I got gotcha. you. Um. But just do it. I mean, it just kind of became this phrase that inspired people to go do things and to live life. It was an encouragement. I don't know how many people are aware of the where it came from, though. Uh, it's just so odd to, to think of a massive company marketing campaign where that origin started. They may have the most unique story. Oh, I, I, I mean, think these so. companies, and and probably one of the most iconic, well-known, 
catchphrases of oh, all yeah. time. I mean, I the just do it. I mean, I remember even up until the last few years. I don't know if they still use this phrase or not now. Um, but even just a few years ago, I mean, it was popular. You know, people always saying, "Well, just do it." Based on the Nike campaign. Wow. That's good. Okay, my last one. Um, those that know me, I already mentioned coffee. So there's only one other thing I can mention. Um, if you know me, you know I'm going to mention it. Apple. <laughs> Apple, think different. Um, this was a fantastic ad campaign that ran for them. Um, and the tagline was first released in an Apple commercial called here's to the crazy ones think different. Um, and one of the most iconic legendary commercials of all time. Um, the phrase itself just love, you know, Steve jobs. And I mean, you look at, you watch the movies, you read the books, you hear the stories of Steve jobs and how he just didn't give a heck, you know, and this phrase, think different. That sums him up. It, it does. But it, it what sums it up even more is that it was a nod to IBM. IBM was running a campaign that said, think IBM. Oh. And so Steve Jobs that comes really out, sums him up. Yeah. And says, think different. Uh, because uh, IBM at the time was using to advertise its ThinkPad. Ironic that we go fast forward decades later and there's the iPad and it's way more successful. But Yes. Um the tagline Think Different was used on all, a lot of Apple's advertising, even though the company had not released any significant new products at the time. So they weren't promoting, this kind of goes ironically to what Milk was doing. They weren't promoting a product. They were promoting the, the, the thing, just challenging people to think different and pointing it to Apple. Basically, people all of a sudden begin to realize that Apple wasn't just any old ordinary old computer. The Apple II and all that stuff was not just these this lame computer, it was used for innovation and became tech savvy. And we know what happens from there. I mean, Apple products began being the, the thing for creatives. Um, right. Back in the early 2000s, um, Apple products were not used by the everyday man. No. Um, you know, Office and PCs, those were used in offices. Those were used by your average Americans. But the Apple computers were used for people who were doing video editing and people making graphics. And that was the premier choice. And so people began to shift their focus from Apple and saying, well, it's not just what everybody's using. Apple is different. Apple stock prices tripled within a year of the commercials release. And uh, they have obviously since then retired the catchphrase, think different. But people still hold that true i mean there's t-shirt i mean you mentioned it earlier everything's going retro now yes and you can get retro the retro apple logo with a think different and that sans serif or that serif font <laughs> yep um and so think different will forever reign as one of the premier catchphrases of all time in commercials it will uh i'm gonna try something and see if this actually works okay hey siri what do you think about i don't have an answer for that is there something else I can help with? Okay, so she didn't do it. I had read <laughs> online that if you asked her that question, she would say, I think differently. 
Oh, let me try. Hold on. Siri, what do you think about? I don't have an answer for that. Oh, okay. You let us down, Siri. You did. Yeah, after I read that, I thought, oh, that's really cool. That That is really cool. uh, Because apparently something else I had seen earlier was that they kind of got hammered for the grammatical structuring of that, think different. Yeah, because it should be think differently. Yes. So they incorporated, I think, differently as the correction for that into Uh, Siri, and she would respond with it. Which is pretty cool, except now she doesn't do it. She doesn't so do it. I don't know why they did that. Bring Man. it back. Bring yeah. it back, Apple. Bring it back. Aaron, drum roll. Let's give us number 10 today. Okay. Number 10. I had so many different ones. Uh, oh, I know. There's a lot. I think our lot. honorable mention list is going to be long. Um, so I'm just going to choose one because I don't think any of these are bad. But this is one that I just always enjoyed and I still catch myself saying it. Beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's not as old as I thought it was. No. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's kind of like the got milk thing. This was done by yeah. the, uh, the, uh, beef checkoff program is who it's funded by. And it was, uh, launched by the National Livestock and Meat Board to promote the benefits of incorporating beef into a healthy diet. And so, uh, in 1992, they launched this, uh, beef. It's what's for dinner campaign with TV and radio ads that featured, uh, actor Robert Mitchum as the narrator. They ran it for 17 months. I could have sworn it was Sam Elliott. I know, right? (laughs) He'd be perfect for that role. If they brought it back, he'd be perfect. They ran it for 17 months, cost him $42 million. They ended up replacing that with a different slogan, beef, real food for real people. It was not as popular. So they went back and started doing the beef, it's what's for dinner again. They ran it during the the Olympics. Um, Robert Mitchum died in 1997. They let the, the existing ads that were scheduled, they played out through their contracts over the next few months, but they were switched to... To, to go to a new campaign featuring anonymous narrators and they changed their slogan again. They went to beef. It's what you want. Again, this was not a well-received yeah. campaign. So they brought back in the fall of 1999, they brought back beef. It's what's for dinner with Sam Elliott. Oh, as look at the that. Voice. Look at that. Yes, they did. Uh, I mean, because that's just who you picture saying it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't know if I remember Robert Mitchum doing it, but I can. I remember the voice of Sam Elliott doing this. Um, here were some of the other campaigns that they used. Because if you think about eating beef, I've, I hadn't heard of any of these others, but I think most of us have heard beef, it's what's for dinner. Yeah. Powerful beefscapes. Mm, no. No, nah, uh, it it just didn't work. Um, Matthew McConaughey did one for him. <laughs> he would. Discover the power of protein in the land of lean beef. Come on, you got to do it with the accent. Come on. Y- you do it. <laughs> I can't do it either. <laughs> uh, but 
even though I don't think this commercial runs anymore, but sort of like the Got Milk thing, I can remember seeing billboards as a kid, hearing the radio advertisements, seeing it on TV, the beef, it's what's for dinner. Oh, yeah. Clear as day. To, goes right back to my childhood. Yes. Yeah. When I when I think about it, I mean, it just takes me back. Beef. It's what's for dinner. And you got to say it like that yeah, when you say you it. Can't just, beef, it's what's for dinner. You can't do that. No. It's going to be the beef. It's beef. what's for dinner. <laughs> and I don't know. Every time I hear that, I just immediately picture A1 steak sauce. I don't, I don't know if I can remember some sort of ad being tied together with it or something when I was a kid. I think of more like, you know, just a brand on the cow. Just that, that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one's from the early 90s, but it's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I like that one. That's good. Of my life. Okay. How many honorable mentions do you think you have? Because we may go back and, fa- back and forth rapid fire because I, I don't want to. I, I've got several. Okay, I've got several. Let's just we'll go back okay. and forth uh, until we just want to stop. All right. Um, so rapid fire, rapid fire round. Um, my first one was we are farmers. Bum 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 bum. bum, bum, bum. bum. Uh, not a sponsor. Uh, none of these are. No. Please sponsor us. We, we will accept your sponsorship <laughs> though. Uh, yeah, that one just it got. St- gets stuck in your head it doesn't leave we talked about insurance companies earlier they they have done uh we talked about the other day the the new one right now is liberty 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 liberty, however it does it but uh that that yeah we are farmers it's still going strong today yes it is yeah so that's that's my first honorable okay i'm gonna stick there then and go with like a good neighbor, State, State Farm, Farm is, is there. there. Yeah, yep. that was on my list too. And they they brought that back uh-huh. with a a guy talking yeah. with the tune playing in the background. It's yeah. kind of neat how they've done that one. It is neat. Um, going along with beef, where's the beef by Wendy's? Yes, has to be on the list. Yeah, the little old lady. Where's the beef? That didn't like that wasn't a thing that just I don't think ran forever. No, but it was it was iconic. So, legendary yes that you can't escape it so where's the beef taco bell think outside the bun that's a good one i wish that they'd bring that back i uh, it was that's better than live moss yeah think outside the bun your kiddo taco bell was also really good. oh yeah the the chihuahua Chihuahua. um the few the proud the the marines Marines. yeah Uh uh-huh super that was like a 90s vibe i think yeah in the day yeah all right Every kiss begins with J. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, melts in your mouth, not in your hands. M and M's. That yeah. was that was a that's that stood the test of time. They've used that forever. They used that when they first. Mar- Apparently, uh, I just listened to a business wars on that the Hershey versus Mars, and apparently they were having a hard time selling the M and M's, and so the kids kept getting. For all the other chocolate, we get chocolate on our hands. And so that's how they came up with that marketing campaign. The candy coating prevents it from getting on your hands. Ah. That's what they did. All right, next. Uh, KFC, it's finger licking, licking good. Oh, dude, that's a good one. It is. That that one could easily and there. It's they're, not, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. They they brought it back. Also noted here, the KF, when you translate this into uh, Chinese, it says, eat your fingers off. So it could kind of get lost in translation. <laughs> Which is uh, so funny because they love their KFC over there. Uh, 
Maybe that's why they're afraid that, if they it, don't. Yes. Um, the quicker picker upper bounty. bounty. Oh man, that's great. Yeah. Um, that one apparently uh, was popular because it uses uh, uh, something called uh, co- cons- consonants, not constant, you know, but a poetic device called consonants, where it uses the same constant two times like pitter patter so quicker picker oh that's why it gets stuck in your head apparently i don't know well that's very interesting yeah um always low prices oh yeah walmart yeah that ran for a long time a long time and now it's kind of let's see i don't even know what their current one is i don't either it's got a, I think it has something in that similar. All of their slogans have kind of been along yeah. that, like save time, save money. Yeah. That was one. Um, everyday, everyday low prices was one. Yeah. We were recently at the Walmart Museum up in Bentonville, Arkansas. It's kind of neat to go through and see some of the history of their advertising stuff. Yeah. Uh, I got one last one, and that is. Uh, can Can you hear me now? Good. Oh. Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear uh, me now? And it spans a couple of it different, does. a few different companies. That may be one of the few ad campaigns, yeah, catchphrases that goes across competitors. Yes, I never thought about that. The, it, they kind of tweaked it, probably because they had to. Yeah, but it began with was it Nextel? That it was Verizon. Verizon's where it started. It was Verizon. Okay, um, who's he with now? Sprint. Uh, Sprint. Yeah. 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 And I feel like there was one other one in there where something very similar to that was used. Maybe. That sounds like some T-Mobile, T-Mobile would do, rip something off like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, my last one. Um, oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> where did it go? Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa, Papa John's. John's. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could do a whole one just on fast food. I mean, Louisiana Fast. Popeyes, eat, eat fresh. Subway. Um, oh man, there there are a lot. Pizza Hut. I want my baby back, baby back. Baby Chili's. Baby. Yeah. Um, this one says Chili's license to grill. I don't remember that don't slogan remember that, that they one. had. Um, eat, which one's eating good in the neighborhood? That's Applebee's, isn't it? Is it? I think that's Applebee's. Yeah. Uh, Fridays, TGI Fridays. It's always Fridays. It's always Fridays. It always. Um, Fridays, yeah. When you're here, your family. Oh, yeah, Olive Garden. Which they've changed to your family here or something yeah. like that. Uh, there was some con- controversy yes. about like uh, someone else had the license to it or something like that. Uh, Red Lobster has something seafood. Cheddar Bay Biscuits. <laughs> that's, all that that's all anybody knows about them. <laughs> that's, the only, that's really the only reason you, you should go to eat there. It's that's just the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Yeah. All right, Aaron, it's been a good one. Hey, uh, what do people need to do right at this very second? Well, uh, since we're here into season two, you probably want to share this with your friends and get them on board from the beginning of season two. So the best way to do that, get this in front of more people's ear holes, is to throw us up a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Yep. Say something nice about us down below. Please do. Share it with your friends, your family, your... Countrymen. (laughs) Every, everybody, you know. Um, especially if you know, you know, you, you, you quarantined right now. You don't yeah, have anything else to, you do. Nothing else to do. So catch up on season one. Yeah. And I, then you're going to be hooked. I think, you know what I was thinking the other day? We, we, our first few episodes, let's be honest, the quality, 
not great. It's poor audio quality. We were still figuring it out. I'm thinking we need to go back and like do a reprise on those. Ooh. Just a redo. Yeah. You know, because it was, what was it? Remakes. Uh, we could, we could do some fun with some of those early episodes. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go back and listen to it, but forgive us on the first like three or four. We were still figuring it out. Uh, follow us on all the socials. Be sure to do that. Instagram, uh, and Facebook at 10 things pod on Twitter at the 10 things podcast. We may have some fun on Twitter since there's no March madness. Yeah. Uh, we may have a little bit of fun on Twitter with some different... We'll do our own Madden ...tournament things going yeah, on. I think we will. Um, yeah, give us a follow. Give us a comment. Tell us what things you would like us to dissect 10 of. Uh, we would love to hear back from you. Uh, it helps us out a ton. So can't wait to hear uh, some of your feedback and what you have to say. And uh, every Tuesday, we're going to... New season. We're here. Woo! We made it. Season two. The deuce. They said it couldn't happen. Yeah. But well, we did it. Some people did. All right. For the 10 things, my name's Greg. Hi, Aaron. And we will see you next week. Goodbye.